Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Speaking of ripoffs, man, Marriott, huge data breach. They're botching the response. I'm going to fill you in on one of the areas that Marriott is letting people down in today's Clark Rageous moment. And later yet, wow, you know, we're in the last week of real deals leading up to Christmas, and then prices start to rise pretty significantly. This year's pattern follows prior years. So I want to give you an update on the deals that are out there, the screaming deals that are available as I speak right now. And one category that a lot of people ask me about every December is buying a new vehicle or a new-to-you used vehicle because historically there's been this belief that while everybody else is buying gifts, that vehicles are a tremendous savings opportunity during December. So whether that's true or not, there's a lot of disagreement, but it's obviously an area of a lot of interest, so I want to address it. And so we have put together a new and used vehicle update at Clark.com. And there's a lot of stuff being written right now, including one that's gotten fairly good play from iccars.com. Which used vehicles are being most heavily discounted beyond what had been recently true? Top of the list, the BMW 3 Series. So if you are into luxury, want to buy a used vehicle, want to get a deal on it, right now there are far more deals than normal on the BMW 3 Series. And then two Ford products that have kind of lost mojo in the marketplace, the Ford Fiesta and the Ford Focus being very heavily discounted more than normal in the used vehicle marketplace. The Chevy Camaro, Volkswagen Passat, Mercedes E-Class, Volkswagen Jetta, Ford Mustang, Mercedes C-Class, so both the C and the E, and the Audi A4 represent the ones that are being discounted more than normal. If you're into SUVs, there are three in particular seeing discounting larger than normal for used ones, and those are the Ford Edge, the GMC Acadia, and the Dodge Journey. I don't know what a Dodge Journey is. And one area that the discounting is very, very minuscule on used vehicles, pickup trucks. Extremely small amounts of discounting. And in fact, a number of pickup trucks, the prices of them used have been rising versus historical numbers. And those that have seen rising resale prices as used vehicles None more than the Toyota Tundra, the Toyota Tacoma, and Chevy Silverado 1500. Those three seeing prices go in reverse of what you'd like to see as a used vehicle buyer. For new vehicle buyers, there are quite a few incentives available in the marketplace today And some of the near-luxury brands are seeing heavily subsidized leases available right now. 
And we have a list by make and by model of which new vehicles are seeing the largest incentives and the effectively lowest cost leases because manufacturers are very heavily subsidizing those leases on particular models, even though leasing overall is not seeing the heavy push and discounting as it has in recent years. There are still certain models that are seeing very heavy discounts, and so I've got that for you right now at Clark.com with the best incentives that are being offered as December deals to try to move unsold inventory off of dealer lots. Now, if you like to keep a vehicle a long time, if that's part of what you do, the best incentives available right now and the best deals overall are on leftover 2018s. Dealers don't want the calendar to click to 2019 and still have Wounded Duck new 2018s sitting on their lots. And that's where you're going to have your greatest negotiating power, where the manufacturer is offering a lot of incentives either direct to the public or to the dealer to get those 18s off the lot. And then on top of it, the dealer is paying a daily finance charge for every day inventory sits on their lots. The 18s are a huge problem for them now, and so they create opportunity. But only if you follow the Clark Smart way to shop for a new vehicle. Never be the person who puts two arms behind your back by going to the dealer to negotiate a deal. Never, 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 not ever go to the dealer to negotiate. Negotiate from the position of strength, which is from your own office, your own home, wherever, where you are negotiating without being present in the dealership. That's how you're going to get, by far, the better deal. Paul is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Paul. Hi, Clark. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. See, that's a very important question to ask anybody who has an HSA. Yeah. Because you don't want to be sick if you have an HSA. You want to be able to stash that cash. Yeah, well, unfortunately, we go through our deductible every year uh, because of medication, so we don't really have a growing HSA. That is unfortunate. Because uh, yeah, so the, the huge advantage, oh. the huge advantage, Paul, of an HSA is when even if you do have out of pocket, that you have the resources to pay the out of pocket uh, from funds not in the HSA, because building up the tax-free money that grows tax-free and then is spent tax-free in the HSA is a fantastic way over the years to build up wealth and avoid taxes. But if you need the money to pay the, the deductibles or for the, the prescriptions, you need the money. Right. So is it a, a good idea to continue to fund extra even though we're earning a, a low rate? So if you're earning a low rate, that means, well, you said you've been using the money to pay for medical in current year. So right, the, only, could, the only smart option is to be in the savings type options if you're spending currently. 
Right, and that's what we are in a, just in a basically a savings account with HSA earning one point one five percent. We have the option to uh, maximize. I think we're allowed just over six thousand as a family, and we put in about four thousand a year. Should I continue and put an extra two thousand in? If you uh, can afford, if you can afford to do so, yes. In the HSA that's available to you. Do you have any option other than this one point whatever percent savings option? Do you have an investment option where you can put some of the money into, let's say, an index fund or anything like that? No, there's no other option. Wow. Okay, that's very flexible of your employer. <laughs> it would <laughs> well, the still other be idea would be take that money. It would and still be worth it. Mortgage. It would still be worth it to put the money in the HSA because of the. Uh, tax benefits involved because you can put pre-tax dollars into the HSA. They grow tax-free. They're spent tax-free. So it's even a step better than the tax advantages in a Roth IRA. So if you could, even though they're paying you a measly one point something percent, the tax advantage is so intensely strong that raising from the four whatever you're putting in to 6000 would be very much to your long-term advantage. Then you start to build up a reserve of money, and then later maybe your employer will offer an HSA with more options in it. And the long-term money you're building, at that point you then want to put it into uh, stock-type choice, hopefully an index fund choice. Okay, that's what we'll do then. All right. Well, best to you, and I'm so glad you're in a position to be able to boost those contributions to the HSA because the long-term benefit of it is gigantic. Damon is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Damon. Hello, Clark. Damon, you get to go to Italy. Well, we're going to go to Italy, yes. Great. Well, how can I be of help with that? Well, we are going with three other or two other couples. We're leaving from different parts of the country. and. So I started looking at tickets, and I was hoping that I could use some airline miles to to offset the cost for air travel. Um, and I even went so far as to sign up for one of the credit cards with one of the major airlines to boost my miles. But now I see that um, the ticket prices have raised and beyond my earned miles, so I need to know how I can best find tickets to get to Italy. Okay, so your intent is to use miles for the entire cost of the ticket or to defray part of it? Well, I'm now I'm down to where I would have to defray part of it. Okay, um, today. But the, but the mileage redemptions change all the time. Which full fare airline did you get a card for with the sign-up bonus? Delta. All right, so Delta is, um, as, and others have followed them, has now gone opaque on mileage awards that the points that it takes to redeem for the tickets to italy will change potentially daily so even though the mileage redemption levels have gone up since you originally applied for the card that doesn't mean they'll necessarily stay up okay and on top of that with the partnerships that delta has expand your search beyond just a particular destination airport, where are you planning to fly into in Italy? 
our uh, the trip we have set up, we're going to fly into Milan and fly out of Florence. Okay, so uh, your friends are coming from different departure points. So yep. if you flew somewhere else in Italy where you could do a much lower mileage redemption, uh, maybe you go a day earlier. That would be terrible to have to go to Italy a day earlier. And you find your way over to meet them in Milan when they land. And if you were able to get enough lower mileage redemption, that would be so worth it. Okay. And so with with Milan, remember, there's two airports, so you don't want to put in MXP as your search. You want to do MIL, so you're checking uh, both airports. And you should look at places that aren't that far away, like see what redemptions would be into Florence or Bologna uh, as an example. Or you could look even at Rome. So if you look at different arrival points, you may find that you're able to get the mileage redemptions you were looking for, and you just keep checking. I know it's a a royal pain, but if you can check at least three times a week and see if mileage redemption levels have gone down on Delta, then you've got maybe a better situation where you're not having to lay out a lot of cash. All right, if we were to fly into someplace other than Milan, um, it appears that Italy has... uh, a very good train system they do i mean the italian trains used to be a joke and now they're good so you could certainly get around that way um you could do what i do i drive around italy like a kamikaze you could do that in a rental car but uh, most people have more sense than i do and choose to take the trains but the thing with mileage redemptions is that a day or two either direction and adding in more airports for both, if you could, if there's any close by for departure, you could look at it as an alternative. And especially where you land in Italy, looking at different places. That's how you may be able to get those mileage awards back down to size. I got to tell you, I am steaming at Marriott, and not because they were a victim at their Starwood subsidiary with 500 million people's records compromised, it's that how Marriott has handled it since is cold, callous, uncaring, and really flip it it towards their customers, their most loyal customers. And it's why it is, again, the topic of today's Clark Rageous Moment. Rip-offs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. Just try to imagine 500 million people. That's all of the U.S., Canada, and I think Mexico as well, and we still haven't hit maybe 500 million people. And so Marriott has this massive hack involved where people have our names, addresses, uh, they have our email addresses, our phone numbers, maybe credit card numbers, maybe debit card numbers. They also have passport numbers for over 300 million people. And Marriott has done something that is so lousy in that your passport information falling into the hands of a bad person, bad actor, is an incredibly threatening thing for your life. And Marriott is refusing to replace people's passports 
unless you've already had a bad actor duplicate your existing passport. Now, wait, Marriott caused this problem, and Marriott is refusing to fix the problem. Now, I travel about two out of three weeks, approximately, and over the last few days, I've booked three different hotel reservations, and I've made sure to book none of them at any Marriott-owned property. And that's my own way of dealing with this, is they've been so disrespectful to people who have suffered at their hands that why would I give them or their franchisees any business at all? And so I'm booking away. That's the only power I have in a marketplace with the world's largest hotel chain. It's great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show where it's all about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. When you have a question for me, go to clark.com ask. So this is the last week of meaningful deals for Christmas shopping. There's uh, patterns, at least if this year follows historical patterns, and there have been changes in the patterns this year. There's no longer the frenzy surrounding Black Friday itself as a day. Um, Cyber Monday didn't mean what it's meant in prior years. The bargain period has really stretched out, and so you don't have this stark divide between really, really breathtaking deals on certain days and other days are ho-hum. Retailers have gotten smarter about this, and they've been able to handle volume more easily by spreading out the deals. But retailers also know that a big chunk of people aren't into the whole Christmas shopping thing. It's just a burden on them. It's a beast to them. And so... They tend to wait till the very last minute. Some of the busiest shopping days of the whole Christmas shopping season are the days leading right up to Christmas itself when people tend to pay the most for things because they're doing it out of obligation, no joy to it, no sport to them. So how about if you find joy in sport and saving money? Karis, who is the chief deal digger at ClarkDeals.com, is with me right now. And Karis, you've been following the patterns, and I want to thank you through Black Friday week never sleeping. <laughs> well, it was a bunch of fun, so it was, it was all for a good cause. <laughs> so you were getting like three, four hours sleep a night during Black Friday? No, week? I mean, we, we alternated. We have a team that works really hard, and so really grateful for everyone's help on the team. So it was a team effort. Well, today is a day that there seem to be a lot of deals, like an inflection point of deals. Will you hit us with some of the things people should be looking at? Some are today-only deals. Sure. And, you know, I know you talked earlier about um, Costco and Best Buy and uh, Amazon are having you know, daily deals like doorbuster deals for, um, you know, the month of December, maybe they're 12 day long promotions or 20 day long promotions. But those are good opportunities to look and see if there's something that you want to buy for a family member or for yourself is on a super great discount. And um, that's one of the ways that the retailers are kind of, you know, dripping these discounts to people as the sales are going along and as the holiday season is progressing. Um, So one of the great deals is Walmart's having a sale on a 55 inch 4K TV. This is the lowest price we've ever seen it. It's $229 today, and that is a crazy deal for a 55-inch 4K TV. With free shipping, and depending on where you live in the country, 
they'll deliver sometime in the next three to seven days, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's an off, off, off brand TV. I have one of those. It's a Scepter. It is. And I have um, in the room I watch NFL football, I have a 75-inch Scepter, and it's the best picture of any TV I've ever had. Hopefully, this one will be the 55-inch for 229 free shipping, will also have a great picture. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you know, there's some sales on iPhones right now. There's the iPhone directly from Apple. You can get the XR from 449 when you trade in an iPhone 6 or an, to, up to an iPhone 8. And so that's a great deal if you're an iPhone lover, but you can also find really great deals on refurbished iPhones at eBay. So uh, the thing with Apple is the 10R. they have had a lot of trouble selling, even though the reviewers... The technology reviewers overwhelmingly say the deal of this year's iPhones, so the 10s, the 10s Max, and the 10R, the 10R is the deal at a retail starting at 749. A lot of people pay 799 to get more memory, but Apple can't get anybody to buy them. So they're piling up in warehouses, and Apple doing a direct deal like this with a variety of their phones. But in addition, Karis, you can trade in various Android phones Mm -hmm. and get a discount on the iPhone. And they walk you through at apple.com. They are so desperate to get these phones in people's hands that if you buy today, they will have the phone in your hands in most zip codes in the United States tomorrow. So that's another great deal. If you're looking for the iPhone or, you know, a good smartphone, um, and then also there's a bunch of fast food restaurants that are offering deals, deal after deal in in their apps. So Burger King has one today. You can get a Whopper for just a penny, which I know, Clark, you love those fast food deals. But there's a catch with this one. You have to order through the app within 600 feet of a McDonald's location to get the penny Whopper deal. So there's a McDonald's and Burger King next door to each other in my neighborhood. And so people can just sit in the McDonald's parking lot order the Whopper for a penny, and walk to the next parking lot and get it for the one cent. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Do we have time for one more? Yeah. Okay. So there's also, you know, I know people are thinking about holiday travel and trying to see their families. Um, Alaska Airlines has flights from $39 today one way. Um, That sale ends today, so you might want to check that out, especially if you live on the West Coast. And Frontier is also offering $20 flights one way today, and there are a ton of destinations for the Frontier sale. Most of the Alaska Airlines destinations are good for uh, departures, or you have to complete travel by early March. Um, We haven't talked about the Best Buy deals today have we oh yeah let's yeah best buy is doing uh the deals a day and i've got to give best buy props their daily deals generally have been better than the ones that we typically see from amazon this time of year best buy has really been more aggressive about trying to get people to consider them when they're buying electronics and today they've got their private label uh bluetooth headphones which their private labels insignia they have those plus the Bluetooth speaker. The headphones are twenty four ninety five dollars mm-hmm. for Bluetooth headphones, and they get great reviews. And then how much is the Bluetooth speaker? It's $14.99. So that's yeah. a good stocking stuffer. So these are good deals. Speaking of stocking, stocking stuffers, that exact lingo is what Woot is doing today, W-O-O-T.com, which is Amazon's clearance site. 
Woot has a stocking stuffers section of things that, well, I guess people weren't so excited about on mainline Amazon. So they're dumping them at uh, some of them extremely low prices on the Woot stocking stuffer sale at Woot.com. So if you want to see all of Karis's deal diggers working away, looking for deals, go to ClarkDeals.com and we will find the best bargains hopefully for you for your Christmas shopping. Thank you, Clark. Thank you. Pete is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Pete. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Pete. What are you most hoping you'll get for Christmas? Uh, a 4K TV that plays or I can watch in 4K. So uh, do you know how hard it is to find programming in 4K? It's extremely hard for me. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing, but... Uh, so you have a 4K TV, but you're watching everything in HD instead of 4K? Exactly, right. All right, Unless so there are, two, there are two sources available today where you can pretty easily watch 4K content, and that is if you're an Amazon Prime member, they have a whole section devoted on their uh, free Prime video section of 4K video you can watch and blow your mind watching that 4K on your TV. And then the other source is Netflix. Are you a Netflix subscriber? Yeah, I am. So with Netflix, you have to pay them $3 more a month. Oh, okay. And then you can watch 4K programming from Netflix. Now, the, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, well, that's what I'm here for, right? So yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing is... Um, this is going to sound like I'm going back 15 years in time, but if you get a 4K DVD player and you get 4K DVDs, the picture is phenomenal. Okay. Is that the same as, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, not Blu-ray? Yeah, Blu-ray. Is that no, this is, this is way beyond Blu-ray. So okay. 4K, if you... If there's a movie being sold in 4K format for a DVD player, a Blu-ray player is what most people call them now, just like you said, Blu-ray player. You buy one that's 4K, you pop that in a 4K uh, DVD player, which today you can find them street price starting at like 90 bucks and up. Then that TV that you spent that money on to be able to watch that 4K programming, it'll come alive. But the greatest thing with 4K is the sound. Do you have a good sound bar hooked up to your TV? I have like a, a an older uh, surround sound. System. And are you happy with the sound it's putting out of the TV? Yeah, yeah. I'm, that sound's not a problem. Okay. So you get so you get the source to be able to watch that 4K, and it's just like when we first switched from standard def to high def and there was such a lack of programming available yeah and you know we kept waiting for more and more programming and now it's everywhere in hd we're going to have to go through that same transition with transitioning to 4k so you you have to jump through these hoops to find programming that will actually show off that phenomenal picture on the 4k tv yeah it looks great in the store but not as good you know good when you get it home yeah, but uh, you do those things I just suggested, you'll be fine. Okay. Now, one thing with streaming 
from Amazon Prime 4K or paying the upcharge to Netflix so you can watch their 4K programming is that if your internet connection to your home has a data cap, you stand the danger of blowing through that data cap and paying potentially huge overages in monthly bill to the company that supplies the cable company or phone company that supplies your home internet connection. Okay, well that's good to know. How do you find that? I guess you got to call them and ask. Well, it should say on your bill whether or not you're under a data cap. Uh, most of them do a one, I think it's a one terabyte data cap, and then above that they start beating you up in the wallet like you can't believe. Okay. It's because the uh, cable companies and phone companies are extremely hostile to people cutting the cord and streaming and say so they want to really make you hurt for doing it. So that's okay. why they have those massive uh, overages on the data caps. Tony's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Tony. Hi, Howard. Clark, how are you doing? <laughs> Great, thank you. I answered anything. Hey, you. Uh, a lot of things we can't say on radio, I answer those too. I do, I do too. <laughs> how can I be of service to you? Well, I teach at the local community college, and I had a student come to me yesterday, and she asked me a question about investing. And I said, well, I'm being a teacher, most of my money's in a 401k or my t- state teacher's retirement. So I said, I don't really know that much about investing, but her question pertained to, she works part-time as a waitress, and she's been working for quite a while, and so she said, she basically spends her tips, but her check that she gets every two weeks, she just diligently saves it. So she has probably three, $4,000. And she was complaining about the fact that her savings account gets, gets her about a penny a month interest at the most. Sure. And she just wondered what options there are out there. And so when I was driving home yesterday, I thought, well, who, who would know better than Clark Howard? So, well, what, for what her, so she's like um, somewhere 18 to 22. Yeah. She's about 19 years old. Yeah. So yeah. for her asking that question now, you may, by answering this question for her, change the future of her life. Well, I, I tell them all the time that I started working when I was 24, and I didn't really get serious about saving for retirement until I was 34. And I do a, I teach math, so I do a math problem for them, and I show them about that, that 10 years that I will never get back. And I, I, just, I, you know, I, I just demonstrate with a very small amount of money per year, you know, anywhere from 1000 to $2,400 a year, if I had saved that for those 10 years from age 24 to 34, how much more I would have now. And I just tell them, you know, part of teaching is showing them how not to make the mistakes that, that I made. And so she was very interested in, okay, what can I do today starting now at age 19 so that by the time she's my age, that three $4,000 she has now will have grown to what I showed her. And I said, okay, well, it can grow. I just don't know the vehicle by which we should invest it. So I got it. We, I got it. Yeah. So yeah. what she should do is open a Roth IRA. Okay. And she can put in, she may not be able to put in all that three or 4000 unless she's earned at least that much this year that she's going to report to the IRS. Okay. But whatever okay. she's reporting as income can go into a Roth IRA and she can do that each year. And what I like for her to do is make it as simple as possible Okay. Open one with one of the low-cost companies on my investment guide. Okay. And 
put it in the target retirement fund for her probably year 2060. Okay. And they handle all through the decades getting the mix of investments right for her. And all through okay. the years, she can just add to that target retirement fund inside the Roth and all okay. the money will grow tax-free and she'll okay. be able to spend it tax-free in retirement. Gotcha. So if she does that, she can then get up in front of the class and teach the class how easy it was <laughs> because if she yeah. follows the steps on my investment guide, she'll have her account open and funded in under 10 minutes. Gotcha. So and she'll be well on her way at 19 to creating financial independence. And thank you for t using math as a way to teach the concept of saving earlier rather than later and getting that in your students' heads. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Remember, you can go to Clark.com slash ask and post a question for me. I'll either answer your question to you on the air or Joel will ask your question for you on the air. All right, Clark, Jeanette wrote in and said, are reverse mortgages a good solution today for retired seniors that still have a mortgage payment? So you can, um, depending on how much equity you have in your home, there are potential uses for reverse mortgage, but reverse mortgages are a last alternative, not a first or even middle one because they come with enormous junk fees and a lot of restrictions. So if you are house rich, cash poor, not worried about kids inheriting anything from your house, a reverse mortgage can be a solution, but it is way down the list of options. All right, and Ricky wrote in, he said, I saw your article on 20 ways to make extra money. I checked out becoming a lime scooter juicer, which, which I think means they plug them in, right? They yeah, charge every batteries night, night. You go find where people have dumped them down a hillside, get them, put them in a van, take them to where they can be juiced, and then put them back on the streets by 5.45 a.m. Side note, the other day I saw a guy with them coming out of his sunroof in his car. It was amazing. Uh, so he said, they asked for my social security number and date of birth. I didn't feel comfortable giving that information just for picking up scooters. What do you think? Yeah, unfortunately, you have to provide that information for employment, verification, identity. So I know that's always a creep out factor, but because you're actually dealing with them, it's information you've got to give. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. 
Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.